Welcome back to Two-Headed Game Master. I'm Cosmo, the first head. And I'm Dane, the Brian head. Two-Headed Game Master is a podcast about writing, designing, running, and role-playing... Nope. And playing role... How do you guys do this all the time? Playing... <laughs> I'm coming in! I'm coming in! Where we discuss our favorite New hobbies, hands. share our thoughts with you, and uh, even play some games. And I'm Dane, the Brian head. Cosmo and Dane are new heads. What will we be discussing today? What are we discussing today? What head are you? Oh, uh, what head am I? I mean, I'm the last head, I guess. Hey! hey! Nice guys finish last. <laughs> Don't pat yourself on the back. What head you am might I? Bring your spine. spine. Okay. What? I'm the Brian head. I already said that. Oh, you did? I missed yeah. it. Because you... As me. It's fun. Uh, take two, everybody. It doesn't matter. All right, so we are going to debrief uh, the last episode. Um where there was a two-headed monster mm-hmm. played by Alex and Brian. Two-headed monster, also too long of an episode. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll be the first one to say it. I mean, also, if you don't like good podcast episodes, sure. I yes. like good podcast episodes. <laughs> but two spelled T-W-O. Yeah, yeah, too long. Because it was three hours long. <laughs> we so when we The do... only feedback we got was do more of that. And so we did it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, when we, when we do live play, when we do live play content on our show, we usually like to take a beat after the episode, after the adventure is over, whatever, and we like to talk about it because, um, well, as you as you introed at the beginning of your podcast, mm-hmm. Cosmo, our podcast, yeah, our podcast, we are Comrade. a podcast about writing, designing, running, and playing role playing games where we discuss our favorite hobby and share our thoughts with you, even play some games, right? Which we so did last time. We played some games we sometimes. Dan's stuck in a loop. And so when we do, we like to go back to those first couple things, and we like to talk about like how we wrote it and because how we, designed we went it. to Remsel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so, super fucking inside. So for those playing a drinking game at home, that's uh, that's a finish your drink. That's a finish your drink. Um, uh, this became so incestuous and just insular. There's another ten dollar word. Everybody drinks. <laughs> okay, but uh, so we did an interesting thing where we made the players the big bad and the game master. Did the heroes and the narration as well? So we thought that was worth talking about. Mm. So this, first question. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Brian and Alex, how was it creating a bad, a big bad? I'll let you go first. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was fun because we were able to. So I'll say within the character sheet and the character creation sheet that we were given. Uh, I think me and Brian were able to come up with a, not just like our, our big bads, but also like a pretty fun dynamic and some pretty good, uh, some pretty good like final form. Like, I guess what I'll say is that this was straightforward enough that we were able to like have a lot of fun with it. We didn't spend a bunch of time like stuck in the tedium of our individual characters where it was like, oh, I'm, I'm never going to use this or I'm never going to. And so that allowed us to kind of focus more on what we wanted our arc to be with well, these characters. That's so right. did you feel, so like, um, <clears throat> talking about role-playing games, um, and this is barely one, but uh, Fable. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, God. You're not going to shit on Fable, are you? 
No, I'm just. I was gonna. It's not a perfect. Game. So Fable, uh, it was always more fun to be bad, right? It I was, could never do it. It made me feel so bad. Well, see, that's what that's why this, this is a very interesting thing. So we this this whole idea came out of like we were all hanging out one time and we we're talking about a thing that we could do together. And me mm. and Dane have talked about multiple times recording the mini episodes of the show that we have. Live play stuff is good. Live play stuff is fun, but it's not good if it's just the two of us I taking love your turns. Life, life. But if it's well, just the two of us only, taking turns role playing for each other, that's not that great. Beginning. I know. It's not great. Well, but even that one was good. Like we're uh, we need we need to bring it in. Again. I, yeah. I know, I know. But like I just don't it, it relies on the cast. It, it relies on back it. and okay, forth. Look, we, I liked it. We are very talented people, so our <laughs> our Kraken adventure and the Mountain Cities adventures were fine. Right, but uh, much more uh, powerful were like the time bank. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, we're, we're looking for stuff. Uh, we're looking for stuff that makes like really good live play content and is more interesting than just the two of us. It's hard with two people taking turns role playing for each other. That makes and sense. And then um, the idea, the idea came up that like you know, what if they played the bad guys in yeah. an adventure. Yeah. Like, okay, so we do it that way. They are still the player characters, but we kind of just like flip the dynamics where they are in one place and people keep coming to them as if, you know, they're the they're the bosses in the dungeon and people keep coming and trying to kill them, stop them, whatever. It's a perspective shift. Yeah. Perspective shift. But then in that you have to um you guys have to be up to something bad. And you mentioned before I started talking that you don't like that. You don't like well, choosing the bad options. No, I don't like that. In... Like taking the villainous, uh, yes. you know, choosing the villainous choices in games or That's like true. the renegade choice or whatever. Like you don't enjoy that. Very well. And I've heard that a lot. the player feel bad. But I've for a long time been really interested in the idea of like, making a group of players be villainous and like you're still player characters but like you're the nazgul or you're the you know whatever you you're you're the ones who have to do the bad things to make the bad stuff happen and put all the same you know restrictions and um resource management of player characters but your goals are evil and i think there's, oh, a, that's couple, fun. there's a couple ways to do it and i think the way fable did it it like makes um being bad inherently more fun because yeah. you just you're, un, you're you get to do more stuff. There's no constraint. You you get to do more stuff. I think the way we did it was kind of silly, and so it didn't feel as like um, ugh. It didn't feel as icky <laughs> sure. when we were doing it. Mm. I think the more interest, the most interesting way, as far as I think, is when there's like ambiguity to it, where like you can see the and like this is what I joked at when we were recording, but like. You can see the perspective of the the quote unquote bad side mm. and understand even if it's misguided, like their intentions are sure. good or pure or, or to them makes sense. Like a like a renegade paragon Mass Effects tree where you're still the hero, you know, you're still Commander. You're still Shepard, the hero of the galaxy. But you like, still save the galaxy. You can right. be a dick about things. That's yes. right. But you, you do know. it by being ruthless or by being charismatic. Or mm. or it's just like you know, um, killing some to save the many. Yeah, yeah right. right. The greater good. The greater good. <laughs> Aye, the greater good. The greater, the greater good. good. Or like having, 
I don't know, like multiple goals as a definition of success, I think it's like another way I've seen that done well. Where mm. It's like if what you care about is mm. something akin to like productivity or like right. or like how much GDP. But like, Which you know, I'm, I didn't expect that. And I didn't. <laughs> I, like partway through the adventure, I was like, "Hang on, there's some like neocon bullshit." <laughs> yeah, I mean, so but like that came so like before we got here. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, but you hit it. You but, hit it under the surface. <laughs> but if you're not caring about like the quality of, yeah, I don't know. Like you can have like you can be very successful under like really bad intentions, and that's kind of a fun mm-hmm. gameplay thing. But it also is like. Yeah, it, it goes against, like, I think a lot of people's intuition as to, like, what you're That's playing right. for. So it's harder to, like, it's you, like, you almost, like, want to play to the exact opposite of your best intentions or your best intentions. That's Finding right. somewhere in the middle where you're, like, I know this would be successful, but it's going to also be, like, kind of a shitty thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's harder to, like, really, like, go headlong into. It's so. why, it's why I, I almost feel like I had to be kind of an asshole to you even out of character. And like egg you on out of character a little bit is like because I just which let's let's say you did a fucking great job. <laughs> Thank you. That's, but I just because God I hated that guy. I hated him too, and I just I, the only way I felt like I could keep doing it was like I I just had to lean all the fucking way. Well, in. and the thing that we didn't figure out that we probably should have in terms of like a mechanic is if there was a way for. Like I should have had, I should have had like my own rolling system or something where there would have been a point like a breaking breaking point, point, you know, like like, fuck this guy, right? And it's like so. What's that would have been cool to like? Have y'all played House on the Hill? Uh uh-uh. uh. Betrayal at House on the. I think you. Yeah, have. yeah, we yeah. played. Yeah. So in in a lot of those, you get to the haunt, you get to the betrayal or whatever, and um, well, first of all, that is a metric that you're counting towards as the game continues. For folks who don't know, it's a board game. Um, where you're like Scooby Dooing through Takes a house. Place on a hill. There's a house there. <laughs> and eventually, one of the players is compelled by the rules of the game to betray everybody. Or else. not necessarily one of the there's players. There's a couple. There's a couple where that's not the case. Cool. Um, but then there's a counting mechanic that's often implemented. And if there had been like a slider where, like, you know, every turn that Brian does this, it slides right. up. And once it hits this point, then you know Alex's character is actually free to no longer obey him. Yeah. So you can give him orders. We could have implemented something. Or you guys could have. We didn't give you guys a lot of instruction. Y'all no. came up with all this no, on yeah. your own. And it, that was very fun and good. It, it would have been fun. Well, I was just going to say, like, it would have been fun if I had, like, been rolling a d20, right? And, like, each time. So, like, I had to roll above a 1. Or mm-hmm. I had to roll above, and then a 2, and then a 3, yeah, and then a 4. And then, like, it's higher. yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah. I mean, either have, like, a full-on break where I'm just, like, I don't obey you anymore. Or having, like, different phases where, like, every, you know, all of a sudden, like, half of the orders I obey. Like, yeah, every once yeah, in a while, yeah. I go rogue. Mm-hmm. Or, like, and that was what I was, like, trying. I was, like, I can't, like, do this off But you could have. You well, could have. And that's what I was kind of, I, like, I, I kind of, like, out of game, in game, was trying to push you, Alex, and also you, uh, Dante, to, like sort of do that Mm -hmm. like i just i i kind of was just trying to lean on you as hard as i could to see like at what point will alex or dante (laughs) snap (laughs) but see i i felt like i was like i don't know where this goes if that happens because which i mean you 
you fucking separated the party right out the gate. So I guess I don't know why I'm like, I no, but how, so would, bad. how would it have worked? So, you, you clearly did so not give a shit how it was going to work. So. No, no. Well, like, I don't know. Like, um, I like I like the idea of like when you're playing a character, whether he's a bad, whether you're DMing or being a player, whether you're a bad or a good. I like the idea of like honoring uh, and not like splitting a party for its, but like for the sake of splitting a party, but honoring a character's stupidity or mm. hubris mm. or whatever. Um, and so I feel like a lot of that was true to like even I think you had you had started to go to the kitchen on your own. Mm-hmm. And then I totally did the like yeah. cardinal sin of like no, yeah. And so I had to like retcon it and be like, yes, you're heading towards the kitchen, but like I'd be an asshole and make you go down the hallway, yeah, which is a terrible idea. And so it's like, um, it feeds into this idea that like Aaron is a really, he not only is he an asshole, he's a bad planner. Yeah, it would have been fun. I like if I had more prep time, I think it would have been more fun for more than three months. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had we prepped more, I'll okay, frame it that it way. Uh, it would have been fun to kind of like uh, I would have like built into my character this idea that he he was like very bought into the end goal, maybe. Yeah. But not your character, so he's I like, like kind of torn. Where he's like, that's cool. You know, like like and then it's like I defy your orders, but it's like I'm still gonna do what it takes to save the lair. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna cool. do what it takes to like cool. get to the goal. But then I'm like ends to means or means. Yeah, means. but like, yeah. but I sure, know, I guess, like there was a fair bit of wiggle room there for yeah. you to like still protect him, mm-hmm. yeah. but also not. Well, so obey I'm, him. I'm curious about that. Was that like something you had talked about before? Yeah, yeah. you had to do what he said. I had to do so. I was like under his control. But as the the way that we played it was that the worse things kind of got for us, the more like failed plans we had, the more strained our allegiance got. Mm. And so there was this idea that if we, um, well, so the idea was basically if we'd lost, we became this character. And then it opened up the idea that I could always rip him out of my stomach and sacrifice <laughs> and him. Too. Him yeah. the final sacrifice. But like, that could have been much more like flesh out in a way where it was like, you know, the listener or the other players are bought into like, oh, we'll just fucking sacrifice him. That's right. You know, like they were just so like, just somebody do something to this asshole. That's right. <laughs> but it's hard. To, yeah, it's like hard to know how to navigate that. But I think you did a good job. Like, I think like as, you know, insofar as like what we planned, which was that tension in the relationship and then how it kind of unfolded. Like, I think at the end you did a really good job of like, like I agree we could have like built that, um, that event up more mm-hmm. but i think uh i think donze you know and then dagmar still got their comeuppance yeah in the end right or yeah. their whatever i did not expect dagmar to because like we this was the guy that we were like okay can we soup him up a little bit more <laughs> yeah so that we don't just like aren't fighting the same fight on the same playing field <laughs> um and of course like we were like i don't know probably not necessary and then out the gate Get a fucking ripped. battle axe right through the yeah. head for 15 HP or yeah. whatever, and it's like, all well, right, that was well, a crit. That you know, that could have always happened, but that also totally. was pretty unlikely right. to yes. happen. Yes, well, and then God, well, I was gonna say, so like you know, um, the enemies that we planned uh, increase in difficulty, right? So right. like, Which you dope. start with the Lone Witcher, mm-hmm. right? That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Gerald, yeah, he was a Witcher, ah. you didn't get it, right? 
And then, then I, there's... It's so lost on me, and I feel so bad. For yeah. That's okay. Then there's the the Darkest Dungeon Party. You know, four people, they all got their specific... Uh, abilities, uh, abilities, but like, um, you know, classes and... Uh, you know actions that they do right you know we got the the healer the mm -hmm. plague doctor who does you know like area damage and debuffs that shit was right? cool y'all y'all you know the sneaky really motherfucker cool. and the warrior right mm -hmm. uh and then comes in the gotrix and felix pair was, what was that it's so warhammer. that's that's a warhammer uh, fantasy architect so gotrix and felix is uh a warhammer fantasy novel series so gotrix the dwarf has done like a horrible crime and he's sworn to seek death cool to atone for his crime and That's felix cool. is his like human uh he's a poet who is there to chronicle accidentally his death. got yeah. bound to feel uh, they, they got like drunk together right. one oh, night and so yeah um so Godric wants to die. That's mm. all he wants. And he's like the most competent and like never does because he's so he's competent so in fighting, there's never anybody who can match him. Yeah. So like and Felix, Felix is there to to, cool. to write it down. Mm. But it's also so cool. like uh, but if anything kills him, yeah. it's gonna kill me too. And Felix That's is also so cool. a competent, you know, swordsman, but like, you know, he's got a soft heart and then And goes to sleep and yeah. Gotrix is always like just kill him. Yeah, just kill everything. It's fine. So, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. these are all archetypes from other pieces of fiction. That's which, I thought that which was, was fun. I and love that you all did your own little Easter eggs, and we had and our you had your fun <laughs> yeah. Easter eggs. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> uh, but the point was, um, your final form getting. Asked. Yeah, yeah. I mean that uh, definitely. That was rough. It was a wrench in our gears, too, because, like, we had talked about before we got here, mm. uh, and I was very clear about, I said, if I die, you have to eat me to get me into your belly. <laughs> and if you die, I'm going to crawl in your mouth. Oh, yeah. And then get in your belly. And the axe split the head. And the axe yeah. split the head, and I was like, well, fuck. Like, everyone was upset. Because I'm going up the ass. Because I was thing. talking about poop. Yeah, because you made it gross from the beginning. But I, but I... <laughs> You are in a mage, sir. You're telling me you could not come up with a more compelling way for two beings to be <laughs> united? <laughs> to crawl up his butt? <laughs> it's, it was an Ant-Man. Yeah. what Ant-Man should have been. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't understand it. But <laughs> the point is, uh, it, I don't know. I liked that, that curveball of like, we. that was the thing. Yeah. Arguably, we planned the most. <laughs> Yeah. It was like, when we get to the point where we Voltron, here's what it looks like. Here's the flavor. Mm -hmm. You eat me, I crawl in your mouth. And then you split his head in twain, and I was like, God damn, I have to go through his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, that was unfortunate. <laughs> uh, and I, all of it. Well, and what was kind of fun is the way that things happened, uh, we got to run our lose scenario and our yeah. win scenario, which was cool. Because we were mm -hmm. like, either we're going to summon... Uh, and the tiebreaker. Yeah. So what would have happened if uh, you got the win scenario, if you didn't cut that guy into, if you didn't cut, uh, well, his name was Grundy, if you didn't cut Grundy into sushi? So then we would have, uh, it would have just, I would there wouldn't have been this like tension where I had to sacrifice mm. another You would have taken him back to the altar, said Gorbachev. Uh, yeah, which, which was not, that's <laughs> Alex. 
improv. That was not. <laughs> that wasn't written that down. That was never yeah. part Everything of the... else was planned, but that <laughs> no, wasn't. No, no. Like, so much of this was, like, because months ago when we first planned this, there was no through line of, like, Ronald Reagan or, like. <laughs> anagram. There never no is. anagrams. Like, we all had different character names and shit. Yeah. And then, before, like, an hour before we came here, we came up <laughs> no. with the anagram shit and stuff. And so there were no magic words for the altar. It was always supposed to happen off camera. No. Yeah. So literally, when I was like, oh, we're in the room now. So but it happens on happens camera. Yeah. on camera. I was like, Alex, it's been happening off. And that was just him beautifully, because I know he won't say it. That was him beautifully improving in some fucking. I mean, that was quite beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. I So the other thing is, like, we had talked about, there were some things that I, I was like, oh, this will work great. And then once we started gameplay, I was like, oh, this is actually, like, a tough thing to pull off. Like, we had, I think we had originally talked about, like, there was going to be a body count. And if that body count was hit, then this thing would be summoned. And even if, what we thought would be kind of a fun thing is, even if you guys had warriors in the dungeon that were still alive, Mm, it was like, nah, man. Magnarok has been like, you're done. This is is end of days. (laughs) Like, it's over. Um, And so we were like, well, that would be kind of fun. But then, of course, like, like... So, like, if you had um, uh, kept... Uh, who was the guy? Uh, Dismas. If he hadn't have been killed by the chandelier, yeah. if you had kept his body, you could have just te- or taken Felix down and done the ritual and... Except we never set a number to it. Right. And, like, know, Alex but... had sent me, a, like, a message, like, at what point are we doing the yeah. thing? And I was like, when, when it's this many. Yeah. Yeah, and it, but but to your point, I think that in yeah, in like the concept we come up with, it's like yeah, there may be a scenario in which mm-hmm. we've already won, even though everyone's not yeah. already. Uh, and then then Grundy's got to fight the the end of days monster. Yeah, which we kind of didn't even stack because we were just like that's that's well, it that's yeah. all folks. Like, we figured like yeah death. yeah he would have he would have died. Um, there, there was no fighting whatever that inform like. Mm-hmm. It succeeded to go apocalypse the countryside. But I, I would have been fine with like if you if Grundy had defeated it, and then that's why I sent Dane that note. Yeah. Like, so what what is explain this note? Uh, earlier on when they were in a little bit of trouble, Brian slipped me a note that says if you kill us, loot the throne room. So the idea was because I st- I wanted to do the reveal of uh, Magnara, which is an anagram for anagram. So that mm-hmm. we could then backspill yeah. all the anagram stuff. So my idea was like, you find like the tome that Aaron had been using, um, but all the words are in it are anagrams, anagram, like noticeably like rearranged. And like as you start to decipher <laughs> it, you realize that like it's to the god Magra, who like you recognize like the the god of, goddess of jumbling and like this uh, yeah. whatever whatever. So I just. That was me selfishly being like, I got this really funny thing I want to say. <laughs> and if you kill us, I don't get to say it. So Well, it was also fun because, like... Someone better say it. Someone better say it. <clears throat> it was fun, too, because, like, the... Uh, we, like... We kind of thought, like... Honestly, you're like, okay, well, maybe we can have some fun with this with the names. And then, like, some of the, uh, like, last-minute, like, world-building, you know, we were like... Yeah, some of these are like collected Picassos, and then some of them weren't Picassos, and I made them Picassos. Like, <laughs> you're just obsessed with jumbling. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. So like the whole like lining the walls uh, with the paintings that was like I just made that up while we were going, just as like a way to kind of foreshadow this like jumbling thing. Yeah, um, it was a giant word scramble. You guys just played a giant word scramble. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> you guys did a wordle. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, I think that's a very uh, perfect example of of role playing. Wordle. No. <laughs> no. Where you? <laughs> no, but you had this idea, and like this is what uh, this is like the the context, and then you improved based on the context. Yes. So. You didn't know that there was going to be an alarm in the foyer. No. Right? No, like, and you did such a great job yeah. making that the paintings. And then it's just like, well, what does this look that. like? No. You, well, you said, said you had the paintings. I just Our, our paintings. plan was for, like, if there was, like, skulls or gargoyles or whatever yeah, for them. married yeah. the two. You married you, the two. You though. said there was paintings, so that, well, was, not, that was better than what any what It's not a, it's not a, who said Sophie's cat thing. <laughs> no, I only put the paintings up though to, to foreshadow. That was yeah. just me doing my DM thing where I like right. yeah. I'm well, ham fisting mm. this thing in at the end, mm-hmm. so I need to make it feel like it's that there was stuff to leading up to it. So that I put the paintings there to ham fist it. You're the yeah. one who married them. Credit yeah. where credit's due is all I'm saying. All I'm saying is it's great improv. You come up with an idea. Oh, what's on the walls? Oh, well, you know, Picasso, some are Picassos, some aren't, but now they are. Right. Or, oh, yeah. You know. Right. Because um, you had an idea coming into that. You know, you wanted to foreshadow the scrambling thing, so you made it work in the universe, in the in the world. Yeah. And like you know, I I also made it work. Yes, I you did. Them. Yes, you did. A lot. A lot. You made, you gave it legs. Um, so, you know, there's a key to take away, listeners. Um, that's, that's what the improv is, is you come in with an idea and it changes and it makes it weird, but you had an idea, so you build off the idea. I think that's the best thing for a character or for a DM is to let go of, of like the fine text. Mm-hmm. And and have but have a really strong grip on on the big idea or like the overarching thing. Yeah, because that's that's where the the meat is. That's where you can play, right? It's like if you hold on to that like small like if I had been like if you hold on to the wording, you're lost. Yeah, but if you the idea is what's important, right? Like mm-hmm. if I if if I had said oh there are, there are these paintings right. and you had just been like oh they're just paintings mm. there's nowhere to go from there right or if you had like been speaking in anagrams the whole fucking session right would have been really annoying and really hard more annoying than it already was <laughs> well and the other thing is is like uh, what's fun is when you come up with something like that like this was a pretty silly concept super but silly it, but. If you come up with a concept or like an overarching theme, I think one of the things that's nice about it is it can be really overwhelming to like decide how your character, or even how like your play, like how it's going to. You're like, I'm not really sure like what the rules should be, what I should do, but like one of the things that's fun about this is like if you put an overarching theme on it, you can be like, well, I want to kind of do this thing, but I'm not sure what it would look like, and so you can just sort of like associate off of like the theme you that's have. That's right. And what's fun about it is like anything that works to the affirmative of that is going to work really well. That's right. And anything that's outside of that, you're not trapped by it. Like, you can, you know, because it doesn't matter. That's like, right. you can just still bring in whatever you need to totally. to, like, get there. That's right. But then it's just, like, fun to have these little Easter eggs. Or even if it's only the, yeah. like, fourth idea you have, you know, every fourth idea you have is, like, on theme, people still pick up on that as uh, being, like, the, you know, like a thematic, like, right. oh, this happened yeah. over and over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
Including leaving your ringer on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, well, that, that only that. happened once, so like, let's sure. see where the rest of it goes. <laughs> what was I saying? Style. Uh, wave style. The wave well, style. Well, I just hadn't heard from you in a while. so I Well, I was listening nugget. to them. Yeah. What's the wave style? Well, yeah, so uh, how do you guys feel about... Uh, you guys were the big bad and were sent oh like, waves, waves of yeah uh, waves mm-hmm. of so yeah because we 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 have uh, played right. around with that in our role playing games where the the players are like defending a point where yeah. waves of enemies the, the structure so that's the structure of the one shot that we did was like yeah a wave of waves of antagonists coming at you guys we've done that before and to functionally. Very, success functionally though nothing changes whether you guys are evil you got you guys are monsters but there's no difference between like oh you guys are good guys like defending a holy temple from demons whatever like the the structure of the episode or not the episode but the session the the session the adventure stays mostly the same but i don't know how did how do you guys feel that worked with what you had i thought we didn't talk about that we told you guys we told you guys make two make a two headed bad guy as you know a little bit of I guess uh, flavor, but we we didn't we didn't tell you guys what you were going to be dealing with or I mean we know, told them that we were going to be sending enemies out yeah that, that came later because yeah. I feel like I asked you all yeah is it like an arcade where like bads just or you know goods, goods. who are our bads keep yeah. coming after yeah. us. Or is it like we have to achieve? Well, because I believe goal. that conversation happened uh, when we were doing the the tournament, this golf tournament. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think what I liked about it was it. So I think there's a lot of in a lot of like role playing. There's kind of an idea of, um. You can kind of decide like, am I going to go full throttle and just like get this done, and then I know I have the ability to rest or like recuperate or figure something out before I do the next thing. Um, Or there's like, oh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in this particular like room or dungeon or whatever. I know I have to like be very tactical in the way I do things. And with this, it kind of takes some of that away from you in the sense where you're like, I, they could be a wave as soon as I'm done with this, or it could be, you know, that in the game they are like, oh, it's going to be one more day before. And having that kind of like, determined beforehand you kind of have to like game that um yeah that it might be one or the other and you don't really know i mean probably the better way to have split that up uh is done the the single witcher the four party then a break no i disagree you disagree yeah because i what i liked as a player in that moment was i wasn't I never felt like I knew what was going to come next. Mm-hmm. And that really connected me with the role playing. Because my character didn't know what was going to come next. And so as you guys were like... Because I feel like, you know, in, it, it becomes very video gamey if it's like wave one, wave two. Yeah. Rest, healing potions, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Wave three, right? But like, I don't know, it kind of set me off balance. Like oh, shit, like, okay, I got wave one, and now there's all this stuff. That's why I even asked you partway through, like, yeah. is there a fourth? Like, yeah. one? Like, it, like what well, are we doing here? Well, and the other thing is, like, <clears throat> and the way that we set it up, 
So we had some knowledge of our layer, but not full knowledge. Like, right. There were some couple different things there. But what I thought was interesting is that the in that setting, your first line of con, of defense can sort of be the environment around you, mm-hmm. right? So, like, if I think there's going to be wave after wave after wave, I can be like, okay, I'm just going to keep moving around this layer right. and see if I can get various, like, traps and, you know, things like the chandelier to set off, and I will just kind of work on the defensive because I don't want to burn through my HP just, like, trying to, like, you know, mm-hmm. tank, tank my way through. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of, like, adds this, like, tactical level where you have That's to kind right. of figure out, like, exactly. like okay, can I set a bunch of traps and then, like, engage with who's ever left over? That's right. Or do I just, like, barrel into this hallway and, you know... Die. Die. <laughs> <laughs> um, which we did a little bit of both of, which yeah. I'm really proud of. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of both. Yeah, I, I like... And it's something I think you guys do well, like on the podcast, playing with you guys off a of podcast. Mm. Is, there we go. That sounded is, better. I think you guys um, bring a lot of like creative instances to to your one shots or your campaigns that are sometimes scenario driven. They're sometimes like story driven. It's not always just like you're in a room with bad guys. Now kill the bad guys. Right, and then go to the next room and kill the bad guys, which this was, but it wasn't to progress to the MacGuffin, right? It sure. was, um, there are these waves of people coming in, and you know how many there are, hmm. so so do something about it. It felt like it felt like a game, but also a game that I was like an active participant in. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a, like yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. some sort of role yeah, playing it, game, like some sort of role playing game, yeah, <laughs> some sort of. Role playing, game. yeah. <laughs> Goal oriented play versus like, it, like it's not much of a goal, or it's not an interesting goal. It's not conceptually interesting to just uh, kill all the goblins, right? Right. That's not. That's not a goal. That's not. That's not a. That's not a compelling idea, right? So yeah, we're gonna like hit each other with swords, and we're gonna cast spells and shit but like there are things that need to happen the the heroes who are coming in to try and stop you they have a thing that they're trying to do but you guys brought that to the table you guys you brought did. the other half of it you needed the hero body you and we non-dead. didn't we didn't set that we didn't create yeah. a counter you guys brought that which i think was very good that was that was very uh that was good game design on your guys's part and good character design is that um your characters had a like a clearly defined thing that they were trying to accomplish outside of just like, oh, win this fight. Sure. Because win this fight is really close. That's a really closed question. And they're so, they're so hard to wrap up as like as a DM, it's so Mm -hmm. hard to wrap up a win this fight Mm -hmm. scenario. Cause Mm -hmm. then you're like, okay, so you won the, so you just keep doing it. Like, because the, the end of the thing is in sight, right? Like at a certain point you tip a balance Matt Colville released a video a while ago about exactly this. Like, mm-hmm. there is a mathematical point where, like, the end of a fight is no longer in question, but there's still a certain amount of hit points that need to be right. reduced. It's the monopoly. And counter. that is not fun. That's the right. Difference, mm-hmm. The difference between that moment and mm-hmm. zero HP on one side of the fight 
That sucks. That it is not suck. fun gameplay. Yeah. Totally. So there needs to be other reasons to care about what you're engaging with. Totally. And so we tried to we tried to have these characters who were against you have a reason for being there. And what was which, their reason? Because it, it well, they're trying to like save the, the town. Well, they yes, don't know what's so going on, but the, they know something evil is coming out of this old ruin. So, like the first one, right? Uh, well, Gerald. Gerald. The ri- Gerald. The yeah. He's a witcher. Uh, Gerald of Lake. There's right. a monster. He, he's just been traveling from town to town fighting monsters, right? Sure. He travels he to this town. He gets paid to kill monsters and, and he's like, good yeah, at it. And they're like, yeah, spooky, spooky ruins and like... People choke, disappear. People have been disappearing uh, and he's like, I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to solve your problem. He goes away. Uh, the town's like, okay, so there is something at the castle. <laughs> because uh, he never came back adventurers, and now he's dead. But it could have been something really fun. Yeah. Like maybe he was maybe just, it was just a water park time. and he didn't yeah. leave yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, is he came back and said, shit, yeah, I'm so sorry, but I didn't realize never, what time it was. But it's never that. Wouldn't well, that be fun, though? One thing I thought would have been was kind what of a fun. Twist. What, what a twist. twist. <clears> what a twist. Hey! I mean, you know, you guys could have made your We'll your write a water park one shot. Yeah, Alex and I will we shot. just make them so happy that they never want to leave. Which which also <laughs> has a weird kind of nefarious yeah, undertone it does. to it. Well, I was thinking about, like, one of the things that kind of cracked me up and that we, again, could have, like, chatted about more. But it also depended on, like, the number of adventurers. Uh, because I, like, made that, like, you know, this is kind of like an Edward Scissorhand problem. Where, right. like, I want to, like, stop them. I don't want to necessarily, like... <laughs> murder them, yeah. but it's really hard yeah. when you're a bear. Oh, but my, yeah. my, my so, hands don't work that way. So I feel like we, we gave a good amount of leeway because there was like a limited number of adventurers, but if you guys had shown up with like a battalion of guys who oh, all had two right. HP, it would have been this thing where you keep screaming at me because I'm like I'm like trying to stop people and I just am cutting them in half, you know? And it's like, fucking... <laughs> it's like Lenny and George from, yeah, from exactly. Yeah, like, I just keep grabbing guys and biting their head off and you're like no, no, stop it. No. I, I need one of them alive. And then, and then like, I let one through, and he like throw an arrow through your chest. You're like, no, that's also bad. Like, <laughs> there has to be something in between. And you're just like, why did I get a giant bear? Like, there's so many things. Yeah, but in, I feel like in that scenario, you really are incompetent. And I, what I... What I <laughs> Thank you. No, but like, what I liked about this was like, oh, like Aaron was the one who was incompetent. Yeah, and in control, <clears throat> and the person who had no control but was the most competent was you, and I think that's a fun dynamic. Yeah, because then we're both wearing garden gloves, mm-hmm. right? Like trying to like do cross stitch or whatever. Right, like, like you have mage powers, but then you separate the party and exactly. can't go into a dark room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, and you're. Well aware that that's a bad idea, but unaware, but or unable, to. unable to like yeah. to act on it, yeah. right? And I think that creates like the interesting scenarios that we got out of yeah. it, right? And to like your guys's point of like, you know, how do these wants or these goals shape an encounter? Like that's it, right? Like it makes things less. And like some people like to play those games mm. where like. The monsters come at me, I kill the monsters, I get the loot, I get mm-hmm. the XP, I move on to the next thing. I don't think that's fun. Some people do. I think you that, guys... That caveat is something I've heard a lot. Like, exactly what you just said. is Some people really enjoy that. Yeah. Some people like just, you know, crawling through a dungeon and just, like, doing the tactical, how do we kill this monster? Yeah. Great to kill this monster, give me the loot. 
I've never met anyone who actually enjoys that. That's because they're insufferable. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Well, I don't like. I don't know if that's actually true. But that because, that was like, the original most design. game systems don't. Yeah, yeah. the original design true. which didn't survive for very long. And no, but you have to think that like there's yes, but yes, but no. It's always no but or yes and. <laughs> it, well, I mean, fucking Tina's uh, whatever, whatever is that? Yeah, Tiny Tina's Wonderland is that? Yeah, but you interact with that completely differently that's not necessarily but, social and well it can be but the but that's the that's the break right and that's mm-hmm. why you guys do what you guys do is because it's not games can be straightforward linear mm-hmm. bad guy kill the thing get the gold get the xp save the princess win mm-hmm. the day right i mean and that's what video games are yeah mm-hmm. and i think the reason why tabletop games go the way they do is because that that itch is already scratched in other ways. Yeah. And this can say that's, be that's so definitely much more. true. Like the um the gritty, you know, resource managing tactical dungeon crawling experience, that's pretty well recreated in video games. Play Tarkov, mm, play yeah, yeah. yeah, Tarkov is a great example of that like masochistic yeah. You know, like, it sucks and you lose everything. Or, like, play Darkest Dungeon. That's right. That's an also very masochistic experience because it randomly punishes you sometimes, but it's about mm-hmm. it's about the vibes and the experience. I mean, under, right. under every barbarian, there's a bard. <laughs> <laughs> what the... F- <laughs> did you just come up with that? I did. That's very good. <laughs> That's very good. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Or sometimes... You know, bards just be bards, but like you know, the monster drinking bros got to have something to do too. You know, <laughs> the monster drinking bars. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. So I don't remember where we go. Oh, just the idea of like having an objective versus like kill, 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 kill. Yeah. So I think the reason why you see less mm. of it in, or at least like the folks you've played with, right, is because well, because they get their. Their jollies, uh, you know, playing Tarkov or whatever. Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. something different, I guess. Not to say it's not fun. Where are we dropping, boys? Yeah, Fortnite bros. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I'd say the... Um, so... And there's no... So there's no wrong way to role play. That's right. However, not but, but however... Mm. Uh, it's different. The, it's different. <laughs> the pen and paper tabletop role-playing medium allows for more expression than just loot or kill, loot, kill, loot, kill, loot. loot and shoot. I would say that. Okay. Yeah. So if we're... Uh, we should... <laughs> what did you do with the flavor flavor in this podcast? <laughs> so, Three like... Three <laughs> Wrapping wrapping up this this debrief and, and I know, like focusing focusing in on an idea. Yeah, I think off the mic and that's talk right. about our <laughs> so the like the <laughs> concept of like the attrition of hit points. There's yeah. there's mm-hmm. much more fun ways to experience the attrition mm-hmm. of hit points and like you know like you could just play Halo, right? right. Uh, because that's essentially what that is. But it's that then it becomes a very skill based you know thing. What's much more fun in a role playing game? You can do that. You know, you can accurately simulate a super tactical, just like attrition of hit points thing where 
you know, a fight goes whichever way it's going to go. It's and then all you about reach that point. dealing out more damage than you take. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the end result of a fight can be known long before the hit points are gone, but you still have to get through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not very interesting. But what pen and paper role playing allows for that other experiences like, you know, multiplayer shooter gaming. Video like games. the I got a full diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that one. Well, that's a callback from the last episode. Oh yeah, you got where he you throws, he throws the elf in, right. his feet, in his place and drop the chandelier on. Pen him. and paper supports narrative, right? Yeah. Like yeah, it supports multiple dimensions of that. For, like it's not just a hit point attrition mm. thing. It supports all kinds of different axes of narrative and different goals, which can conflict or can you know drift away from each other, whatever and. And that's something you all do well in, like, the podcasts that I've listened to that you guys have put out or the one-shots I play with you guys. Like, I feel like there's layers to the objective. And I think even in this session, um, yes, like, Alex and I, I think, um, very consciously sat down and thought about, like, what is it our characters want because that makes characters interesting. I think... Um, you all did a fantastic job and always do a fantastic job of, mm-hmm. I know, of um, of considering the layers that are available to you in a role-playing setting and, and leaning into any sort of layer that's presented to you, um, whether it was one that you had anticipated or not. And so I think that's why this podcast is interesting to listen to. I think that's why I enjoy playing role-playing games with you guys. And that is why I will be uh, sucking both of your dicks as soon as the microphones are cut off. Uh, also, so, uh, Afterlife is coming out, so like maybe save your definitely your, your definitely. sucking till then. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. So we can talk about that later. Yeah, that shit is great. I listened to the uh, the release episode, and which made it's me not very the release excited. Yeah. Episode. It was just an episode. There was just about, a teaser about the that shit made about me the, the, the setting and shit. But real way. We're gonna do that. All right. Well, maybe did we you make eyes at me when I said what? That's not the worst. <laughs> Those were clarifying said. eyes. I wanted you to double down because I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, no, <laughs> and you did. So that's what that. My was. diaper is full. <laughs> My diaper is full, pal. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, I'm just gonna scream that in traffic now. Hey, buddy, my diaper's full. <laughs> I don't want any of that, man. Right. Yes. Well, then I'm leaving. Well, I think I think that's gonna conclude our deep dive before we uh, digress further into the diaper things. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Two Headed Game Master. Visit us at twohgm.com. Ryan. Yeah. Thanks for being a guest. Again. Thank you guys for having us on, man. Like, honest to goodness, this is this is an absolute pleasure. This is such a good time. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It's. Honored, you know, first time. Hopefully not last. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alex and I are going to go play two. I mean, gonna, we yeah. don't have a super deep bench, so we're going <laughs> to we're we're talk to you guys you the next again. time we need to do live I, play honestly, stuff. <laughs> this, like, there was a moment, I know we're trying to, like, close off. There was a moment where I don't think any of us realized we were doing a podcast, and that, to me, is an indicator <laughs> that what we were doing was good. <laughs> I don't know if it was good to listen to, but, like, it was super fun because we all were lost in the moment, and it was super yeah. badass. So yeah. anytime you guys want to have me on, 
as much as your listeners hate it, I will be back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, our most... Well, our you're, like most a whole, you're like a whole tenth of our you're, listeners. You're that yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> I almost said, anytime your listener wants me back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. According to our analytics, uh, you bring in the views. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I make Cece listen to you. <laughs> So it's two people. It's two people instead of one. one. Extra <laughs> bump. Yeah. Doubles your listenership. All right. All right. Fucking um, visit us at 2HGM.com. We got the Eclipse engine there. We got some other stuff you can download. But that's not it's important. Fun. What's important is Afterlife, Afterlife. is coming out. Afterlife it's is coming out. out so soon. So soon. You're not going to know what to do with so yourself. It's so hard, but it's coming. It's, oh my God, it's so close. Bye, Afterlife. Everybody <laughs> listening to this. Join us next time for another episode of Two Headed Game Master. And keep an eye out for a little just uh, alert blurb when we actually do release Where? Afterlife. Well, it'll be on this. It'll be on our feed. Well, we okay. will there'll blur be a little like here. there'll be a little bonus blurb trailer thing about us releasing Afterlife on the so platform. Where you can buy a digital and, and buy a print, and it's great. Yeah. It's beautiful. Sorry, I didn't understand. Oh, thank you again. Thank you guys. To Brian and Alex for joining us. Yes. And thank you to the Burning Saviors for the use of the song Pondell's Finest. We will see you next time. See you next time. Yeah.